Okay, we really need to talk about the last episode of Flower of Ikohai. <laughs> I, I have no idea what was that. Just sit back and get your coffee because this is going to be a long one. It's been a long time, yeah, a year or so, I don't even know, but I am back. So let's get on with it, really. I mean, today I want to talk about Flower of Evil. So this is the latest drama I have watched. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it was, I, I just finished it like uh, a few weeks ago. It was the latest drama from Lee Jun-ki and, you know, anything Lee Jun-ki for me is, is good enough for me. So, yeah. But <sighs> the last episode, oh, the last episode, I don't even know what to say about the last episode. It just, it really, it, it really got on my nerves. I have my coffee and I am so ready. So let's get into it. So before I do start ranting, I do want to warn you, do listen at your own risk. Spoiler alert, there's going to be a lot of detail about the drama. So if you haven't watched the drama, I would advise you to stop right now. Okay, you have been warned. I'm going to start now. Okay, so Flower of Evil is Lee Jun-ki's latest drama. It's starting himself, of course, Lee Jun-ki and Moon Che one as the main couple and we have an amazing supporting cast i really do like so hyung woo i think this is the first time i see him in a drama i don't know if he's a new actor or i just haven't been watching a lot of dramas lately but i do love his acting in this drama and we have jang hee jin i've seen her before and she's also really amazing as a, a supporting cast we also have an uh, we we do have an amazing um cast i mean no complaining here we have Choi byung mo which i've already seen him before kim ji hoon and we have we also have uh, veterans here amazing vectors nam gi e she's amazing i've seen her everywhere and son son jong hak i am so sorry guys if i'm butchering these names i'm trying okay i'm trying <laughs> but these are the veterans and they're really amazing and there's so much more really <laughs> i love the cast did i say that already i love that i see so many familiar faces in the cast and sometimes that just brings me confidence that it's going to be a good one like in terms of acting you know it's going to be quality acting not that you know new actors can't act please don't get me wrong but okay so this is the cast we have and it's a really good cast so um okay so flower of evil is uh, the story of becky sung so becky sung is the character that lee jung ki is playing and cha ji won his wife um so becky sung looks like the ideal type of husband he's like really hard working and he's just you know um able to provide a good life for his wife and they have a daughter and a daughter and he's just so exemplary you know he's just like that 
husband, the ideal husband, you know, working as hard as he can to provide everything for his, um, for him, uh, for his family. He works at a, a metal working studio, uh, so he deals with metal, uh, metal working. And his wife is a homicide detective. So how do we get like, when I first saw the trailer, I thought um, I will get there, right? I will get there. So basically what happens throughout the story of the drama is that his wife starts working on a case regarding a serial killer. And we get to see how the case is developing and is kind of linked with her husband. Okay. And now I'm going to get into the trailer. So when I saw the trailer, I thought, okay, uh, the trailer was just, I wouldn't say misleading, but the trailer just gave me the idea that her husband was, you know, the culprit and he was the psychopath, uh, serial killer. And she was married to one, you know, she was married to him and he was committing on these crimes and she was uh, the one uh, investigating and eventually she will realize, she would realize that her husband was a serial killer. Overall, I feel like this drama is quite misleading from the get-go. So we get this idea that, you know, the homicide detective is married to a serial killer. That is not the case. We get this idea that he cannot, he's a psychopath, he has no capabilities of feelings or, you know, having um, emotions or having sympathy. That is not the case. We have this idea that he has done so many things in the past to justify his diagnosis. Um, he killed a cat, he killed a town's, uh, a, a guy, a town chief, I, I think it was town chief. That is not the case either. So it's like really misleading or is it really doesn't it's, it's contradicting so you know a person who takes blame for murder he took blame for a lot of things and that was just because he was misdiagnosed as a child at the moment that his mother died because of an incident you know he, he that that audio uh, he had this little audio recorder that triggered you know him and that was because his mother had died you know and because of that incident he fought fought with a a classmate because of that he was misdiagnosed and he was just a child and from there he just accepted this fact of course you're diagnosed you're just going to accept it right so he lived all his life knowing something that really wasn't and you know we could see there were conflicting feelings in him because there are times he felt emotions but he didn't know those were emotions you know there was a point in time where um he he was asked if he actually loved his wife and he just said he didn't know but all his actions showed that he loved her because after all he was trying to prove his innocence but also trying to make her feel better because he saw that she was not okay there was a point that she was not okay and he just wanted her to be okay. So that just really shows that this character is so misdiagnosed, misunderstood and it's just so painful. The misdiagnosis as a child is a freaking painful part of the drama and I have to give it to 
the actor, the, the actress who played his wife at the time when she was confronted with this case that with this fact that he was misdiagnosed and she went to confront the teacher or the doctor, whoever diagnosed him as a child, blaming that person. That was such a good part in this drama and I have to give it to her. <laughs> the acting was so freaking good. So my point of view, we have a misleading beginning. You know when he takes the reporter and he puts him in this basement and we think, oh, wow, he really is a serial killer. He's not. He's not, you know. So it's it's misleading. Um, so we have this premise that is just not it. Now, I don't know if, you know, the drama changed along the way or the idea changed along the way. I think you can actually see that. I think it was going one way. And then it suddenly changed within a few episodes. The premise changed. So I guess that was the whole point. Like, that's why it was so misleading in the beginning. So basically, because this was such a misleading drama, I mean, from the get-go, it was misleading, but I kept watching it because I wanted to know how this was going to turn around. Um, you know, and we get the whole point of the, the, the drama or, you know, we're just focusing on showing us how righteous the main character is by risking his life multiple, multiple times. You know, he's trying to uh, save the victims, the trafficking victims. He's trying to save his wife. He's trying to do this. He's trying, he's trying to save the actual um, victim that his father never actually killed. So we just get this whole quest for... Uh, proving his his righteousness I guess I don't know I do want to talk about now the transition from episode 15 to episode 16 Ep episode 15 was hella emotional and I have it I have to give it to the actors it was really good both actors were amazing uh, <laughs> Lee Jun Ki was amazing the role emotion that he was portraying was really amazing i don't really cry i don't cry watching tv or anything like that or watching dramas but you know there's some type of you know it it moves you it did move me and it was so good the interaction between both main characters is so so beautiful it's just so good you know makes you believe they're actually going through <laughs> whatever the scene is playing so it's really amazing um by the end of episode 15 we have this confrontation you know uh between becky sang accepting his feelings and finally turning around and seeing that his wife is actually um alive and he's not you know he's not a psychopath and he's accepting that so he's walking towards his wife to actually hug her and <clears throat> then we hear two mysterious gunshots so at this point i am like okay what happened we see that one of the detectives killed the killer or the culprit or the accomplice however we want to call him and we see Peck Sung and his wife on the floor. 
and we see that back his tongue is full of blood in his head so it makes us think okay what the hell just happened so after that we get another scene where his sister now wakes up that gives me the idea of okay the sister wakes up this means that he's dead right so i don't know you know and then we're left on this cliffhanger for the next episode and then we get to the disastrous 16th episode which is the reason for this podcast <laughs> oh, i hate episode 16 so from the get-go we get this um uh, first scene that is a memory of their wedding photo shoot and when we get to the actual presence so the scene where we we see his he's you know lying on the floor the other detective confirms that he's alive mind you like i'm not kidding kid you not that the first thought in my head was they better not give him freaking amnesia because i am going to <laughs> i'm going to i don't even know i'm going to just go ballistic they gave him amnesia <laughs> oh god so he was in a coma for um four months and after four months he wakes up and he doesn't remember anything of his life with his wife although he keeps getting flashbacks like memory flashbacks and he's always like this woman bothers me there's something about her he cannot let go of the woman who is his wife but he's just back to his old self so you guys when he started when we started this drama we saw this really cold guy who didn't feel anything but he grew like he started growing he started showing his emotions he started you know he started to i don't know how 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 to really explain it but he started breaking through uh that wall that he had you know i feel like the actions that he had towards his daughter and his wife they were not fake they were not forced he legit cared about them and it's crazy how they just threw this out the garbage to bring in a freaking amnesia and have him go back to episode one and still believing that his old self is his true self you know <sighs> writer names <laughs> how people say dear writers of Korean dramas. Amnesia is not the solution. Amnesia is not the freaking solution. This is legit classic 2012K drama. Okay? It's like can I get my coffee. It's like okay, um accident on episode 15 and then amnesia on episode 16 and then 30 minutes of amnesia, I don't remember you, and girl trying to make him remember, or boy trying to make her remember, and then eventually they both give up, and then suddenly he remembers, and he's like, oh, I love you, and you know, it's all solved within the last 15 minutes of the drama, all the other questions remain unanswered, and everything is just solved because they just got back together and they're happy. 
You see what I mean? Amnesia is not the solution. You know, it's like I feel like Korean dramas have evolved a lot from the cliches of back in the days. And I feel like they, they're coming up with better stories, better writing, and they're really trying to make the end. The thing is with Korean dramas, the endings are always rubbish for real. Like episode 16 is always rushed, rushed, rushed. And we just we just have to be content and be happy because we wanted the main characters to stay together and that's just something that is 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 bad because we get um all the problems being solved in one episode one uh 50 minute episode and then we have a happy like a happy couple for like the last 10 minutes of an episode and that's not enough and then we have so many unanswered questions and it's crazy and i i feel like Korean dramas have evolved so much. I mean, I have been watching K-dramas since 2012. I know it's not that long. There's people that have watched way more, like back, you know, earlier uh, than that. But I did watch some of the classics, and that's just typical classic K-drama uh, storyline, you know, that the, the cliche has to come in. And we have evolved from that please we have there's some korean dramas with so much satisfying ending that i can point out and um maybe i'll do a vid a, a post or i mean a podcast about that but there's so many right now that have satisfying endings that are good enough but this was just bad i mean it was just bad you know um there were good things in the whole drama. The drama is amazing. But I just feel like this episode just took the quality of the drama. It, it was kind of like already losing the rails, you know, from episode 13, I would say. But it was still bearable, I would say. It was still watchable. It was still understandable. But the, the conclusion of it was just rushed and cliches coming to just have the rushed ending put together and uh, mm. amnesia is not the solution i do have to point out talking about unanswered questions okay there's so many that i have but i do have a few that really stayed in my head and i maybe not questions or just endings that i was definitely not satisfied with you know i mean um uh, his sister's trial was also kind of like just thrown in there to like have you know her uh, take uh, accountability for what she has done in the past but i feel like it was just thrown in there unnecessarily don't judge me i'm sorry it had been a long time and it was freaking self self-defense and why was that necessary okay why why was that necessary um I feel like Dr. Beck should have not gone crazy. This is another cliche that they just end up giving the character a crazy, oh, I am now having memory slips and now he's just going crazy and it's getting worse. That is not a good ending. I feel like uh, some characters, and this happens a lot in some uh, some dramas where the character has done so much wrong that they think that the satisfying ending is having that character go crazy 
with the things they have done in the past or with the memories that have they, they have left over and just relieve those memories over and over again. And I don't feel that is fair. His wife was doing jail time. Why is he not doing jail time? Why did he suddenly go crazy? And sometimes it takes the, the you know, the, the, the um, credibility out of it. One character that went through this and that I, 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 I did not like, it was from another drama. And this one that I really, really love. Also with a rushed ending. It's Money Flower uh, from Jang Hyuk. This man is just amazing. Um, the main villain in that drama also went crazy. And I felt that was not good enough. She was already crazy. We didn't need her to, you know, go back into her memories and whatever and being all messed up. I don't feel that's, that's, that's sincere. I don't even feel that's a sincere ending. Um, and this is what I feel on this this one as well with this character dr beck he's he was he was already crazy how would you have someone else play your son you know forge documents forge a lot of things just because of hospital position or whatever he was trying to protect knowing that he had a psychopath serial killer son and he was still you know going along with it to hide it because of his position. <sighs> a person like that deserved an ending where he would have a trial and go to jail and serve a long time and think about what he had done. That, that was a would be a satisfying ending for this character. I hated that he just went uh, bananas. I hated it. It's not fair. It's not fair. I don't know. Okay, and um, okay, uh, another question that I have um, asked myself, and maybe, maybe, and think with me, maybe it would be better if um, Becky Sung, uh, Lee Jun Ki's main character, died. On episode 15. What do you guys think? I don't know. Because maybe. That would be a tragic ending. Yes. But if well written. It would be completely satisfying. And I believe. This nonsense of amnesia. Just takes the quality out of it. I think sometimes writers are scared to take risks and have endings that people will not really be accepting of. I mean, if he died, he died a noble cause, cause you know, he was, his innocence was proven, everything else was proven, so it, it would be a good ending for the character. I don't think it would be so bad if he died. He was happy at the time he was happy. He managed to get over his, um, you know, his difficulty. Um, he managed to finally find who he is. And he had someone there for him, regardless of everything. You know, I mean, dying in, in the arms of the one you love, finally finding out, okay, I am not this person. You know, maybe, maybe that would be an, a better ending. I, I, 
I don't know what will happen on episode 16, but if that was the case. Or they could just have him wake up and not have amnesia, please. Oh, amnesia just, ugh. I think, you know, guys, I think this is it of my rantings. I, I think I have covered all the points that I, I, I wanted to cover. The drama itself is amazing. The acting is top notch. And I do really recommend watching if you haven't watched. And if you have w listened to this podcast after the, the spoiler alert, I am so sorry. I don't know if you will still watch. I cannot watch things that are spoiled. I'm really the type of person that I have to go into the drama not knowing what it is about. Sometimes I don't even read synopsis or premises or anything. I just go into it not knowing what it is. Um, so this is my take on it. This is my take. This is my rant. My coffee is finished. And I am also finished with my rantings. But I, I, I am quite um, unsatisfied with the last episode. Uh, we did get this... Um, suddenly he remembered everything but the last 15 minutes and now he wanted to go back to his family and his daughter. I mean him forgetting his daughter. I think after everything, his daughter is, some, is someone that he would definitely not forget. We can see that he loves his daughter throughout the whole series, throughout the whole drama. And the fact that he didn't even remember his daughter. You know, in the last instance when he's finally going to her and he's like okay I want to try this let's do this and he hugs his daughter he's it's strange because he feels like he's hugging a stranger but then of course we see tears and I think that's him coming to realize that I love this girl I love this th she's my daughter but it still feels so strange you know I <sighs> That was so painful to watch for me. That was so painful. I do want to talk about character growth. And my favorite character growth was the reporter. Because we do see he had a bad background. He was prejudiced. He was a little... You know, he was he was still with the, 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 the siblings that were considered outcasts. He was still with them. But, you know, he had his... You know, he had attitudes that were not correct in his past. And he was there for um, for um, Peckison's sister. Um, he was there for her at the end because she revealed to him who she was now. She couldn't sleep. She had depression. She had a lot of issues. And he was okay. He was like, I'm going to stick around this time. And I love this character growth on him. I loved it. We are not perfect. We are not perfect. We make mistakes. Our younger selves make mistakes. Even as adults, we make mistakes. But I think what's beautiful about us as humans is recognizing we made mistakes and changing our attitude and, you know, changing the way we act after we recognize we made a mistake. You know, he changed and he was like, you know, I am here for you. And if you do, even if you don't want to see me, I will still stay here for you. And I love that about him. I was a little bit sad that, you know, they didn't get to stay together together because, you know, she went abroad and she did what she finally was able to do after such a long time of living a life hiding. Um, that was so good for her. But I was a little bit sad that it, she didn't, uh, they didn't, you know, uh, we didn't see a 
relationship development but we did see that he was there for her and that character development for me was the best um, in the drama so finally I do have to thank you for if you did stick around to hear my rant about the last episode of this drama overall I gave it a 7 out of 10 because of the last episode the acting is a 10 out of 10 for me the story itself it started with one type of premise and then ended with the other so the story itself for me I would give it a 6 out of 10 just because it was so misleading in the beginning and you know um I mean, it's Lee Jung Ki, so it's worth the watch. <laughs> I'm so biased. I, I'm very biased. Um, but these were my thoughts. I hope you have enjoyed. And let me know um, if you have any thoughts regarding this drama. If you agree with my opinions. If you don't, I love discussions. I do have a blog. So do visit dramatalk.squarespace.com. Okay, so I've just started the blog and I will be doing uh, recaps. So if you like recaps and if you want to follow along the dramas I watch and, and follow along uh, um, episode recaps, do jump into the blog again, uh, dramatalk.squarespace.com. And, you know, I'll be happy. I'll be happy to have more discussions. Do follow me on Twitter as well. My Twitter is at TalkDrama. So I am, you know, all years for exchange of opinions. And, you know, let's, let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. I mean, times these days, uh, times are tough. And, you know, it's, it's good to think about other things besides the ongoing disasters in this world. I hope you all stay safe and take care of yourselves and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Ask me why I am awesome, why?